Yeah. Mm. Hello, hello. Welcome to Gaming and Drinking. Welcome. Your source for everything gaming and or drinking. My name is Travis Casey. You won't miss a thing. <laughs> uh, this is Adam Gogan, and we are going to guide you through some beers and some video games tonight. Hello, internet. Uh, this is probably going to be a short one, which I know that all of our friends and fans who have been saying we've recorded too long you're going to be happy about so <laughs> yeah we say every week it's going to be a short one and then it never is but yeah. this one i think we're going to actually we're going to do it we've had a lot of real life stuff going on and we've been very busy so uh yeah it's it's we haven't been playing a whole lot of games i, I know i haven't i don't think adam has either um so I'm playing some I'm playing some stiff but not a whole a lot little bit yeah not not the usual and there's also not been a lot of news i mean this we're in the post e3 um you know doldrums mm -hmm. i guess for lack of a better word because a lot of news comes out around e3 and this summer in particular has been weird because they've been doing like a bunch of different things you know like they've had the summer games fest yeah and summer games everything and, and everybody's doing their own thing all the other stuff so uh, we're, we're, we've been getting a steady trickle of news all summer, I feel like, and now uh, it's kind of dried up. Uh, the only things we're talking about are not great ones. Uh, the Activision Blizzard lawsuit and, and stuff like that, some of the industry reckoning that's going on. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, not a whole lot to say about that because we're not, we're not really close enough to the industry to be able to really comment on that stuff, but we know a little bit about what's going on. Um, so we'll go through that in a little bit. Um, but first... What are you drinking? So, um, I started this week with uh, the same brand that I was actually drinking on the last podcast, which is Westbrook. Um, this one, however, is uh, not a Berliner Weiss. It is the Key Lime Pie Goza. Uh, Westbrook does a lot of Gozas, a lot of sours. Um, I really like them. I was talking to Travis about this earlier. I know he said he's not a huge fan. But their, um, their regular Goza, the Westbrook uh, Goza, is actually, like, super salty. And I like that a lot when I'm – like, if I'm sitting on the beach, a Westbrook Goza is one of my favorite things to have. Um, and this one is the Key Lime Pie Goza, and so I figured it would be delicious because I like the other one. So let's uh, – and it's got, like, a nice, real pretty, pretty hue. So let's give this a little tasty taste. And for the record, I like Westbrook. Uh, I don't really like their core line very much, and this is one of their cores. That's good. I like it's, it. It's very salty and very limey. Very <laughs> so like, both of those things. <laughs> if you like that kind of stuff, you would probably like it. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of that one. It's like if I you took a took a beer and just put a ton of lime in it, like <laughs> yeah. a ton of lime. Like there, that is a lot of lime. Mm. I like the um. I like their sours that are like like their one-offs and and stuff like that dude you like feel that that's the one thing i like about westbrook is like they've got that super tart sourness and it like gets like you in the jaw yeah like when you feel eat too many sour patch kids <laughs> love it um yeah. all right and this is going to be weird for a lot of people this is the southern tier pump king and if you're telling if you're saying to yourself why are you drinking a pumpkin beer in july or i guess this august now that's because they have started releasing these things at the end of July as opposed to uh, October or September when they're supposed to be doing it. It's uh, because everyone... they know basic bitches like Travis will go and... <laughs> it's, it's, it's over 100 I'm just kidding. Out. I love it. I love it. It's over 100 degrees out in South Carolina, and I was still craving one of these things. I, I love the Martsons and the Oktoberfests and the pumpkin beers. I love all of it. Like I, It's my favorite time to be drinking beer. Um, followed closely by the Christmas beers. I love both of those seasons oh, of beer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
So I was ready for it. I'll be drinking them until December probably because I just really like the style of beer. And it reminds me of fall and I'm kind of ready for fall because this summer has been ridiculously it's hot. It's brutal. It hey, um, what store are you going to that they had that crazy like fall setup at? So that was Total Wine, which is one of my stores that I do. Um, that setup is is ridiculous. It was, <laughs> it's Southern Tier had like three things there, the Pumpkin, the Harvest Ale and the, or Harvest IPA and the uh, Warlock, which is their pumpkin stout, which is, I, I have one of those in the fridge. I'm not going to drink that tonight. Ooh, um, that sounds delicious, actually. It's really good. Is it one that um, you can like cellar or is it like, yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. you could definitely you should, you you should save that you should save that for like way I might later. buy another one um and save it for later uh like around Christmas time but I'm gonna try this one so pumpkin I have a weird relationship with it because when I first tried it back you know years ago when craft beer started, first started getting big in this area I really loved it like it was really good it was one of the first pumpkin beers I ever had and I have kind of not liked the last couple of releases they've had i think the they've gone in the sweeter direction as opposed to more of the martson style <clears throat> and i have not enjoyed it as much but we'll see what this year's is like you know what my favorite martson is oh that's fucking good mm, i do like that they, mm, that's good you know what my favorite martson is what's your favorite martson adam james martson oh god oh, i got one for you <laughs> all right uh <laughs> Oh, Travis is on the dad, dad joke train now. Uh, what, <laughs> why did the Irishman only put 239 beans in his soup? And you, you got to say this in an Irish accent, and I'm going to butcher the fuck out of it. But why did, why did the, I'm why did the Irishman? I'm laughing because I can't wait to hear you with an Irish accent. Why did the Irishman put, only put 239 beans in his soup? Why? Because one more would have been too far to Oh, I hate you. <laughs> God. God. Okay, I'll take it. That was That's good. That was pretty good. That was, that was not bad. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it at least. it's no James Martin, but, you know. It's no, <laughs> it's no potato. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe the worst joke in the history of bad jokes. Nope. Kyle told me one the other day. Oh, no. I'm scared to ask. It, it's so bad. All mm -hmm. right. So, um. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know why. To get to your house. Why knock, knock. Mean? Oh, I've heard this one. Who's there? The chicken. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, All right. God. We're done. We're done. No more dad jokes. Ever? On the pod, <laughs> ever? I, I can't resist. I won't. I know. Be. I was about to say, you, you know that that's, that's a promise you probably can't keep. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways. Um, yeah. So we have been doing quite a bit of drinking though. We might not have been doing much gaming, but, um, yeah, we Saturday, went on Saturday night. Good. Lodi Wodi. Yeah. It was a, it was a long night. You Star were out there all day. Like you were out. At yeah. The beginning so of the day. I, I went and played the best round of golf I've ever had in my life, which isn't saying much, but it was awesome. It was a great time, but it was in that South Carolina heat which yeah. we our tea time was eleven fifteen. by the time we were done the heat index was 107 um <laughs> and i am a sweaty sweaty boy so he is not uh, lying he is the sweatiest <laughs> boy i've ever met so by the end of it i'm wearing a hawaiian shirt that just is like stuck to my body and just 
dripping. He looked like he he looked like he had jumped in the pool and mm-hmm. in his Hawaiian shirt and then gotten out and started playing golf. Which I did afterwards, not in the shirt, but I did go swimming afterwards. And I kept drinking there too. And then we went out to the bars after that that night and we kept drinking there as well. And then yesterday I wanted to die. Um, Sunday was a rough day. <laughs> yeah. But did you have any good beers while you were out? Did you yeah. Remember? Yeah. Uh, what, you drank the one at, um, at, at Black Rooster. Black what was Rooster. That? Uh, nope. Can't remember. But it was good. Oh, it was the, um, <laughs> it was the Dogfish Head sequential. Yes. Yes. I did like that. That yeah, was that's pretty good. That's another one of those salty. Mm-hmm. saltier type goes and sours mm-hmm. um and i had a bunch of cocktails so they don't really apply to this podcast but oh i ate my first flower oh yeah we got adam to eat a flower because he was like terrified to do it for some reason no i just thought it was weird even though it's not any different than eating like a vegetable leaf or something like it that it's very it's too pretty bro you didn't want to destroy nature Couldn't is that what it was the beauty it was a very pretty flower that you ate too. It was. It was like a pink orchid looking thing. Yeah. Um, um, I thought they were just garnished and you throw them away, but apparently you can eat them. And I, I ate mean, it, you, and you it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible. It tastes good. I like them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was out of your cocktail as well. Yeah. <laughs> I had two flowery cocktails, which if you follow me on Instagram, you definitely saw because I posted both of them. But uh, at infinite end. At infinite end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. I do. I I don't. I'm not a big cocktail person, mostly because I don't know shit about it. Like I couldn't tell you, you know, the difference between this or that. And I, I know what I like. Like I know I like mezcal, and I like you know those kind of drinks. I like a a a a, a peaty uh, thing. I, I like peaty scotch and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm much more uh, versed in beer. So whenever I go a place where I know the bartender, I just let them like, I'm like, you know what I like, like, just make me something that I like. Yeah. And, um, your friend Jess was bartending and she made me, I was like, I really like an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually made me like this crazy old fashioned drink, but instead of bourbon, it was mm-hmm. using mezcal and another mm-hmm. kind of tequila. And, um, it was, it was really delicious. Good. It was really good. good. Yeah. That was, that was a, a really unique flavor that I'd never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we, we left there and went to uh, Sakatumi, which is where Adam's brother works, and uh, had some, a couple of drinks there. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I played, don't a, remember I played a pretty good prank on our buddy Rich while we were there. Oh, yeah. That was where... <laughs> Put a bunch of stickers on his back. So Sakitumi, it's a sushi place, and their, their lo- slogan is, I love it raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have these bumper stickers that say, I love it raw on them. Yep. I took about 15 of them and secretly <laughs> placed them all over my buddy, Rich, who is the sushi manager there, placed them all over his back. The owner, Dave, mm-hmm. wasn't happy with me. He's no, like, he Dude, said that he's- <laughs> it's coming out of the, the marketing budget. <laughs> he's like, I pay for those, man. I was like, how much do you pay? He's like, about 52 cents each. I was like, I'll give you 75 cents for each sticker that I put on it. He's <laughs> like, that's not the point, Adam. <laughs> yep. Oh gosh, it was, it was pretty good. And then Parker um, ruined it because he tried to do it and made him notice. Yeah, he like fell into him and like slapped it on his back in a very, very dummy uh, noticeable way. Yeah, you got to be subtle, man. Subtlety uh, is key. But then, like when Rich realized he had him all over his back, he's like, "Is that why you've been touching me so much, man?" <laughs> I was like, yes, I wasn't just touching you just to touch. Just you. for funsies. <laughs> he didn't say anything about it though, so maybe uh, liked it. Well, mm-hmm. 
Mm. Rich. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was our weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, what have you been playing in, in amongst all this partying and drinking that uh, we've been doing? I downloaded a new game this weekend. By new, I mean it's it's pretty old, but it's new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Pedro. Mm-hmm. Blood, bullets, and bananas, I think, is the tagline. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a Devolver game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I love me some Devolver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fun. The controls are a little wonky. Um, like, like intentionally wonky? No, it's just there's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. so, like, they're, they're trying to – like, you, you have to hold it with middle fingers on the triggers, pointers on the buttons – because you will literally have to be pressing like two or three of those at the same time. Oh, I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people play like Call of Duty and Apex that way, which I think is I don't, monstrous, I but... don't, I can't. I don't have enough, I don't have enough hand-eye coordination. <laughs> I'm just being I'm just not honest. used to that. I've been playing this way for, you know, yeah, 30 my entire years, life. so it's, it's hard for me to like switch to something else. Oh. Yeah. Professional, professional calls. Hold on, it's Parker. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, no. Parker, you're live on the Gaming and Drinking Podcast. (laughs) I'm podcasting. Say hey to Travis. I think you lost him. Yep. (laughs) It sounded like he was out somewhere. Oh, yeah. On a Monday night. Yep. Sounds about right. He just moved to Columbia today, so. Yeah. You know he's out tonight. Oh, Oh, yeah, because all the kids are starting to come back. Mm-hmm, Parker's mm-hmm. 22, so all all of the like, and that is premium content. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all pay the big bucks for here. Finger guns. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, if you're an audio listener, <laughs> Adam just finger gun the shit out of this podcast. Oh yeah. Mm. So my friend Pedro, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's got like a bullet time mechanic, right? I remember that from. Like, it's a super like the the idea behind it is super cool, like. The story is whatever you're after. You're running through buildings and towns trying to assassinate and not be assassinated and like kill mafia bosses and stuff. It's a super a, just boilerplate story. Story. You a banana? You're not a banana. You. I think you might be crazy and you've got a hallucination. That's like a banana who's your friend. Oh, okay. So there is a banana that there is yeah, an anthropomorphic, my friend anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic yeah. banana in there, but you don't play as the banana. No, you're you, he is the guy that's kind of you're kind of a voiceless protagonist, and um, and he's talking shit to you the whole time. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, it's it there's a button, uh, I believe it's on triangle that do, takes you into bullet time, and um, you can stay in bullet time for a long time. Mm-hmm. As and as long as you're shooting people in bullet time, it fills the it's bullet like time bar. The bar, yeah, and so um. If you've got a good like run and you've got a good flow going, you can keep that bullet time going and rack up a huge combo. That's awesome. I, like I said, do not have that kind of coordination. <laughs> and so I run out of bullet time sometimes and don't really get that many crazy combos because like you have to hit the left trigger. So like you you'll you'll be running dual weapons. So you have like two mm-hmm. pistols. And um your aim, you're running with left and with the left thumbstick and you're aiming with the right thumbstick. And if, if you say you're aiming to the right and then you press the left trigger, mm-hmm. one of your guns will stay aiming to where you were before you press the left trigger. And then your right thumbstick starts controlling the other arm. So, like, 
you're shooting so it's where, possible to shoot two different targets at once yeah you can straight up like shoot like arms out like this but, but it, it doesn't sound very intuitive it's, it's not that first that first where you're pointing the gun especially because you're like doing all this crazy parkour and flips and stuff um having the gun just stay static while you're trying to aim the other gun isn't really great because it's like a it's like a 2d game right or not it's yeah not it's a 2D a, plane it's a 2d uh, side-scrolling runner basically because you're trying to go fast and you're trying to uh, just dodge and get through the level as quickly as can and kill as many people on the way so um, you, you, you would be playing it almost like a twin stick shooter except that one of the yeah sticks. and that's what i was expecting was more of like a straight up like twin stick shooter like you know when you press the right thumbstick a direction it just, it just automatically shoots yeah. but no you have to pull the trigger and like you're a lot of the guns most of the guns are semi-automatic and so, like, you're having to keep tapping that right trigger mm. over and over. Um, mm. And then, like, I can't remember. The left and right bumpers also do something. I can't remember what. Um, but it's just a lot going on on all those buttons. And then you got to also be thinking about the bullet time mechanic. Mm -hmm. um, so you're thinking about pressing triangle. And, like, you're just, there, you have to press all these buttons and, like, think about all of them all the time. And that's just a lot for me. But Did you, did you play the um, original Assassin's Creed? Do you remember uh, how yes. it, it had like basically like the triggers were your left and right arm and then like the two other buttons were like your legs like basically every limb was on a button i don't remember that but that's yeah, ridiculous because you, you were like you would like climb by like holding down the both the triggers at the same time like it it was really it was a novel idea that did not feel good at all in practice and that's why in the second one they changed all the controls to what we think of more so what they what it is now um, i would like to see what they do with a sequel to this game because I think that they could take a lot of these ideas and, like, make them into something a lot smoother. You think it would um, be better as a 3D action game as opposed to, like, a 2D runner? I think if you go 3D action, you're looking like uh, it's looking very mirrors edgy just with a gun. Well, I was thinking more like, you know, Risk of Rain 2, how they have, like, that. that it's kind of like polygonal, almost PlayStation-style graphics. still mm -hmm. kind of minimalist, which I think this yeah. game would benefit from, but, like, Maybe behind the back camera. I, I don't know. I, I just the parkour think... in it is crazy. Oh, that was what the buttons are. So L one is like a dodge spin, which mm. if you're as you're dodge spinning, your aim gets all messed up, and you um, so you can dodge spin, but then your aim gets messed up, and then um, triangle is actually kick. Square is your is your is your bullet time button, and then X is jump. Circle is something I can't remember, but crouch or dive maybe but like you <clears throat> you got all these like you have to really also the whole time be thinking about dodging because you've got it's bullet hell like you've got guys yeah. all around you shooting at you the whole time and so um just thinking about all that chaos like it's fun to it's cool to watch it's cool as shit to look at yeah um, the trailer's always been uh, always looked cool but then every time i heard someone talk about it they talked about the controls being wonky yeah, but it's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I've probably played like eight or nine levels. I don't know how many there are, but the oh, there are a couple of uh, like vehicle levels, like motor. There's a motorcycle level that's really dope. Like if there if they had like a full game of just like this vehicle combat, like I'd be super down because they simplify it a lot. There's no longer a dodge roll, um, mm -hmm. and you can like jet across and back and forth across the screen and up and down, and then like you can. Um, jump on the motorcycle you just hit x and like you do this huge jump in the air on the motorcycle and then like if you hold left on the thumbstick you'll do like a straight up backflip and like land on another car bounce off it and like go all over the place and um it's that's that's 
probably the most fun I've had in that game is actually the vehicle levels. So um, it sounds like when they take away some of the uh, like more frustrating parts of the combat, it becomes more fun. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. But yeah, I've I've probably played like I said about eight or nine levels. I think I've beaten two bosses. I don't know how many more there are. Um, but now I'm basically fighting a basically uh, an assassination syndicate that everyone basically has a a target on my back. So I'm like running nice. from all them. So that's it's cool. Um, sounds dope. Yeah, it's it 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 is. There's dope parts, but it does it does get a little frustrating. Um, it seems like one of those games that maybe is a really good concept that they could iterate on, and it's yeah. almost better. It's better in concept than execution, but that's one of those things they could improve with like another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so yeah, that's uh that's my friend Pedro. Um, the other thing I've been playing, like obviously I've been still been playing Mass Effect, still been playing Bioshock, but I'm not really going to talk about those. Um, and this is one that I actually do play a lot of, but I feel like I haven't really given it the the time that I think it deserves is Rocket. the gaming and drinking do the gaming and drinking do. I think Rocket League deserves it, man, because yeah. we've, we've played a lot of that game over the years. Like me, you, all our people that we play Apex with. We mm. also play a lot of Rocket League together. And um, I've been on a serious Rocket League kick lately with my little brother because he's actually getting pretty good. He's nice. getting pretty good at Rocket League. So me and him go in there and, and uh, we bust some heads, break some balls. <laughs> Are you, you know. getting better at the flying? Part? Yeah, yeah. That's that's when it gets real crazy. And Parker, I think, is just now getting to the like my matchmaking these days. Like I, I am, I'm pretty good, I think. And so I matchmake with people who are better than me, but not mm-hmm. by much. Right. Um, but he's just now seeing like the stuff that like I I go against all the time, and it's people like flying like forty feet in the air and doing yeah. a backflip to like hit the ball in, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> it's fun because I'm I'm learning how to do that stuff. I'm getting I'm I can hit the ball really high in the air, and it's just a matter of aiming that shot that mm-hmm. that I'm now figuring out. Um, but they did uh, they're doing this limited time mode right now called Boom Ball. Um, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's basically you uh, you have constant boost. Um, well, you're not constantly boosting, but you have a hundred full boost the entire time at like, all time. Yeah, you don't have to pick up any boost pads. Yeah. Um, and so people are just flying all over the place and yeah, you can, like, um, stay in the air forever. Yeah. And then also, uh, you know, the, uh, rumble mode with all the power-ups. Yeah. So everyone has the fist power up the whole time. Oh, and God. so like, <laughs> and so like oh. everyone that touches the ball, the ball just goes flying and people are just oh, wow. blowing up everywhere. It's, and it's called boom ball. And that it is fun. It's a lot of fun. It is a is lot it, of is fun. Is it three player or four player? three players on each team, three V three. But that's the first time I've ever seen that one. They do a lot of fun LTMs. Um, yeah, I do like their limited time stuff, but uh, that's one, probably one of my favorite that I've seen so far. The last one they did was called like, I don't know. Uh, aim bot. <laughs> I don't know. Basically the, the ball is constantly going. Whoever hits the ball last. Um, if the other team doesn't block it, it will automatically go in their goal. It like just curves oh, cool. straight. It's like basically just I, like, Aimbot's very not hard. too far off then. <laughs> yeah, it's what it is. I don't know what exactly what it was called, but it's basically an aimbot, and it is so hard. It is so hard. Like it, you That's just volley awesome. it back and forth, like from your goal. Everybody kind of just stays in their goal and hits it back and forth at each other. That's great. Um, but this boom ball thing was a lot of fun, and then and then I've also just played a lot of two v two with Parker as well. Nice. So. That's kind of all. I've been playing Apex, been playing Mass Effect, you know, but that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, so, 
let's see. Hey, since mm-hmm. this is going to be a quick one, you want to take a quick break, grab another yeah. beer? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We'll be right back with more booze and games. That really was. That's the first time I've actually ever opened it actually Haunted. by the microphone. I usually like put it right in the camera. I'm yeah. like, hey, look at it. Oh. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, welcome back to gaming and drinking. Ooh, this right. is a pretty one, Travis. I know that's that's you know that's one of my favorite things to drink. Mmm, look at that. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I had I didn't have this particular one the other day, but this is a Blake's hard cider, which I was talking mess to Travis about it. Um, I was like, and he tried one, and then I tried it, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's as good this, as I said it was." Yeah, you left you left like a six pack of it, I think, over here. With the strawberry lemonade, yep, at your house, and I drink it all the next day. Nice. <laughs> so this one is the Blake's hard cider, uh, and it is the triple jam. I don't know if we featured this one on here before. We haven't. I that that one that one is one of our is one of the best selling ones that we have. But I I have not featured that on this podcast before. It is the strawberry, blackberry, and raspberry cider, um, and it is six and a half percent. Yeah, most of their ciders are six and a half percent, which is crazy because they do not taste like it. No, they taste like candy, man. They really do, but not like the, I think when you say that, like people think that it would be like no. really sweet, but they're no, not no, no, really no. sweet. It just tastes like a really good, like almost like a non-alcoholic cider. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's good That's, stuff. That is real good stuff. All right. I what am drinking Duclaw, which we, we featured on here before. One, their Sour Me series is great. I've had a bunch of these on here before. This is their Sour Me Mimosa. Ooh. And it is a is ale brewed with Chardonnay juice and orange juice. Now, I don't know what Chardonnay juice is is but uh, <laughs> i'm assuming it's a blend of chardonnay and something else uh but it's chardonnay three percent it's a mimosa <laughs> what is shadow. ham oh that's shadow you quit that it's both of them no shadow hey i'll quit that i'm podcasting i'm drinking again <laughs> um, sorry this is an imperial sour so nine point three. I have not had this before, so we'll we'll see. Uh, the girl at Total Wine, I was like, I need something for my podcast. So try this, and I was like, I sell that one. I should probably already have tried that, but I am guessing that Chardonnay juice. Yeah, it's got to be like Chardonnay and orange juice. Like that's well, it says it says orange juice separately from Chardonnay oh. juice. So I don't know what grapes? Chardonnay juice is. <laughs> grape juice. We'll see. It tastes like a mimosa. Nice. It, it, it does kind of taste like there are other sours in their series, but it does not taste like 9.3% alcohol. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, boy. This is just what we need after our <laughs> – me and Travis our, actually got really good exercise today. We went to the gym, and then we went and did five miles at the river. Yep. Uh, which – In the 93-degree heat. <laughs> when we got done, it's like 93 degrees. I just wanted to go hop in the river the whole time. Yeah, we did see was, a really cool blue heron, though. Yes, on my Instagram, uh, at Infinite. <laughs> Check it out. Um, yep. uh, that we did see a really cool 
Blue heron and a bunch of turtles, which we see almost every single time we go to the river. Yeah, um, there was one soft shell, soft shell turtle out there that was just living his best life, man. Yeah, he was sunbathing. He had his neck all the way out. It was <laughs> like, give me all of it. All yeah, of it was really cute. It was. <clears throat> Much like hey, us when we talk about turtles. So cute. Toitles. <laughs> I like toitles. Uh, I love toitles. <laughs> I just got what you were saying. Over there. Like that kid. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Like if you watch it and you just think about it, it's not really that funny. But whatever reason, when you actually watch it, it's like super fucking funny. Oh yeah. Like, have you ever have you ever seen the episode of It's Always Sunny? Whenever D uh, is dating the guy, and he puts on the ma- <laughs> the makeup, <laughs> and he's like an he's like an army vet, and uh, he has on like the frog makeup and they're all hanging out he's like what are you doing and he's like i like turtles <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen that so good oh god some like five people will get that i don't know i think always sunny is a pretty popular show it's <laughs> pretty great. more than that but anyways um <laughs> that's enough memory um what you been playing travis so uh as we all know xbox Game Pass is the greatest value in gaming right now. And uh, with that, I have been playing The Ascent, which is a cyberpunk twin-stin Diablo looter shooter type thing. Um, it is Did you say, twin- very... Did you say twin-stin? Twin-stick. You said twin-stin. Roll the tape. <laughs> Roll it back. We can, we, can, we can solve this. All right, so it's cyberpunk twin-stick shooter rpg right with loot uh yeah uh it is and now the first thing you'll notice about this game when you when you boot it up is it looks amazing like it looks so good and it was made by 12 people really so yeah it's it's such an impressive achievement technically uh it runs great on my computer i will say that it does have some slowdown and i thought it might have been my pc but i've been looking into some reviews and stuff and that seems to be a common complaint the slowdown really only happens when like a barrel explodes and there's like a big explosion on screen or like a bunch of powers go off at the same time when you say slows down do you mean the frame rate just chugs a little bit yeah it stutters does the gameplay itself slow down too like yeah everything slows down okay yeah it's very golden esque when it slows down like that um but it, it when it hitches we're talking like two to three seconds like it's not a big deal like it it goes right back afterwards and a, another it goes right back to 60 frames after that so it's it's most what, what i love about it it's also like a fixed camera mm-hmm. uh thing so you can't control the camera it's, it's diablo-esque in that and i don't remember if diablo 3 did this but like the cinematic camera where it will pull out sometimes and like show you like a widescreen view of like a big area um I feel like Diablo's was always kind of in the same spot. Yeah, but it looks like, it, from what I saw, the Diablo 4 stuff, it looks like it's going to be doing some of that. But the Diablo, love the, Diablo yeah. 3 does not. I love that stuff. Uh, this one in particular, like, you, you'll go to, like, a, an area of, like, the cyberpunk dystopia, and it is very much dystopian. Um, and it'll, like, pull out a little bit, and you'll see, like, all these machinery, like, these cogs in the background doing a bunch of stuff. And it looks so impressive because it, it, the fidelity of it is, like, the textures are great. Like you, you, I'm like, how did 12 people make this game? But anyway, so it, it is very much an RPG. So you, you create a character at the beginning. Um, you don't really create a class, um, but you do put skill points into stuff. There's like a skill tree and there's like three different divisions on the skill tree, but they don't really, like you click on it and it tells you what attribute it contributes to. 
Um, so there's like eight different attributes and then like three different styles of the, in, inside of those attributes. And it'll, what you have to like click on it to get it to tell you like what it contributes to. And it's not really clear at the beginning. It, it, there is a learning curve on this game, I will say. Um, and the menus are, the UI is, a, is very busy. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I think it's, it gives you a lot of information. You and mean the UI be, like during gameplay or like in the menus? No, no, no. Like in the menus. Okay. The, I should say the menus are very busy, I guess. Yeah. Um, the UI is very clean um, when you're playing the game. It gives you like, you kind of don't know what everything is at first when you have like an ammo counter at the bottom and like two different slots. And then you realize you can equip two different guns. And then there's like a circle that fills up over time. And that's actually your, your power that you get. I think all the powers are grenade based. Like they, I think they're called grenades. Um, do they, do yeah. those cause slowdown? Uh, sometimes. Not as much as the barrels do. But uh, the, ones, the one that I have equipped now is like, a, like an a, a explosive grenade. I think there's some that like slow down time, like ice. Like I think there's different elements to them. Cool. I've only gotten like two or three of those powers so far. Um, I, and, I will, dude, I love a good twin stick shooter. It and is. This, so if you, like, if you like twin stick shooters, like the gameplay. So the gameplay is very Diablo-esque, except that you're twin stick shooting the whole time instead of like, uh, going up to something and just hitting a button, you know, or holding the, holding the mouse button down like you do in Diablo. Uh, it reminds me actually of like the mage in, in, in Diablo three, where you get to like kind of aim your, you know, your, yeah, your weapon yeah. and stuff. But this is all, this is like that. Or the demon hunter. That. Or the demon hunter. Yeah. Um, but as the, but the shooting feels really good, like really good. Dude. I want to play this. I'm so like, uh, I, when I, when I bought my friend Pedro, um, I was really looking for a good twin stick shooting experience. And I thought this was going to be like an interesting, unique one. Um, but I think the ascent is actually more what I was looking to play than my friend Pedro. So uh, I was, I was is it on Xbox right one? Yeah. Yeah. And it's I wonder, the, it's, I wonder it's how it'll run on Xbox one. Cause I have my, I'm sure Xbox it runs. I'm sure it runs fine. Like I, I don't, it might not run at 60 frames, might be 30 frames, but uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's a, I mean, it looks great, but I don't think it's, under the hood, I don't think it's like pushing too many frame, like polygons or anything. Um, Can we play crossplay? Yes, it is. I will say also it is a uh, it is a multiplayer game as well. And from the reviews I've read, people seem to really really like the multiplayer when it works. So the biggest complaint I've read about this game is that the multiplayer uh, crashes a lot, mm. which is understandable given that it's a very small team making it, and they have Microsoft money behind it, so they will definitely fix it. Um, but I haven't tested that out personally. I've not played online yet. I've just been playing single player and I will say right now it is one of the best games I've played this year. It is one of my favorite games I've played this year so far. It I wonder so if much fun. We, I want to jump in and play multiplayer with you. I wonder if we should wait until they do a couple patches though. I don't know if it's, I, I, what I've mostly read is that it's like the four player, like four players at once. I, I think two is probably fine. Um, and if I had to guess four people being on screen at the same time, doing all these explosions and stuff. Is probably what makes it crash, judging by how it stutters when just one person is making an explosion. So I, I think that's probably what is happening, but I don't mm -hmm. know for sure. Like I said, I haven't tested it out. I think two players is probably fine. I've only read the biggest complaints have been people talking about four players. Um, gotcha. And this is all based on Steam reviews, so I don't, I can't verify any of that because you know sometimes people on Steam are full of shit. So uh, <laughs> what? Not, no, yeah, Nobody, nobody's ever review bombed anything on Steam. Yeah, never. That doesn't happen. <laughs> um and i like you get to equip your armor you can change the way you look like whenever you put new armor and this is something that i think every loot game should do this is why the avengers made me so mad when you equip armor it reflects on your character in the game i think that, that should always happen 
I want my guns to appear new. I want my armor to appear new. You get helmets, you get all kinds of stuff, and you can change your appearance in the game at any time. Not at any time, but you have to go to like a, like a doctor and then you can change your appearance and stuff. Um, That's cool. It is very, the story is not like great, but the world building is really, really good. Really good. Quick question about the uh, customization stuff. Uh-huh. I know you said it's like a pretty pullback camera. Does mm-hmm. the, can you really see the details in your customization? So it, it, it especially pulls- with it being such a dark world, I feel like it might kind of like obscure so some it, of that stuff. It is a dark world, but there's a ton of neon in it. Uh, the okay. lighting is great. So you, and the camera only pulls back sometimes like that. Usually it's pretty close and you can see your character very well. Okay. Um, you can see cool. a lot of the detail in the armor and stuff. Uh, you can see like my dude has like a green hair that's like combed over like a like the uh um the, I'm getting the long hair and rock steady in my head. Yeah, almost like almost like the, <laughs> the, the almost like the rock ste- or the bebop haircut where the like long hair but like shade on the sides. Yeah. And it's like green. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty dope. <laughs> but then I put a helmet on him and it's like a, vi- a tactical visor that you can see like the running back and forth on the um the visor like a little like a, a light, light going light back bar. and forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like RoboCop. <laughs> um, and, and I've gotten like two new guns that, that feel different and powerful every time. And also it's one of those, so when you have your like basic pistol, you can hold down the right trigger for like a steady stream of bullets, or you can fire like as fast as you can. And it, it reflects that in the game. Like it'll fire as fast as you can pull the trigger, which I love when the games do that. It, it feels very visceral. Um, it, it's got a lot of tact- cool tactical things. And apparently what I read from the developers is that when you like, uh, if you, if you go behind cover and shoot out from cover a bunch, the enemies will adapt to that and start send it'll send out like more, uh, people who rush you. And if you're the type that like does the dodge roll, which is how I play like dark souls where I'm constantly dodging, it'll put more guys behind cover that don't come at you as fast. So you have to like try to go like, you you need balance to it. yeah. So that it, it re- apparently it adapts to the way you play which is, I think, very cool. That's impressive, considering yeah. that's he, the size of that team. Yeah. Um, they must it's have an some impressive, really good programmers on that team. It's an impressive achievement uh, all, all across the board. It's just a very impressive game. Technically, uh, gameplay-wise, like, uh, it's just a very cool game that I think – and being on Game Pass, it's probably going to get a lot more attention than it might have otherwise. So I, I think this is – we're going to be hearing from this team again, and I bet we get a sequel to it sooner rather than later. Did, Xbox, did Xbox publish it? I don't think so. Maybe they did. Uh, it's not on PS4 or, or PS5. I know that. Um, so maybe they did. Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. They might have. They Or they might have signed like a marketing deal or, or something like that. Um, but it's on Steam, so I don't think so. I don't think Swedish indie studio Neon Giant and published by Curve Digital. Mm. Okay. Curve, that's right. So they probably signed like an exclusive, like a one-year exclusivity or something like that. Um, okay. On Google, it's got 4.3 out of 5 stars from the audience, if that means anything. <laughs> I think some people are uh, maybe wanted something other than a twin-stick shooter, I guess. I mean, 8.6 out of 10 isn't terrible. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think it's, you know. Especially me, considering I, the size of the team. To me, it's a, it's a 9 and above game. Um, but, you know, that I, I also love, like, my favorite aesthetic is this, like, cyberpunk dystopian type thing. And it nails that, like it nails the Blade Runner, um, you know, dystopian future with like, uh, it, it, like it's one of those worlds where like everybody at the top is like 
you know, considered the, the elite. And then the further you go down, like the, the harder and harder life gets. And then you start out on the very bottom. And of course it's the ascent. Um, oh, dude, that is, yeah. that sounds, gosh, I've been playing so much mass effect. That sounds so mass effect. It's very like, massive. Like <laughs> the, 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 the way that it looks, especially mass effect two with like, yeah. the, the neon city and stuff. Um, it's very much one of those types of games. And if you like that aesthetic, which I, again, my favorite, you will really dig the way this game looks and it plays super well. It's not just that it doesn't just look good. It plays really well too. And it's super fun. Like I love getting new loot and like watching my, my numbers go up and all the stuff you get. And there's a ton of side quests. Like it, it, it's just, it's a very well-made one of these types of games. And if you're looking for this type of game, it hits all the right buttons. Okay. I yep. need to, I, I need to get out my Xbox one um, and try this out. Uh, I'm just hesitant to play any new games on my Xbox One because I have a launch Xbox One, and it's it's probably fine. Like I, you're not you're not talking like Red Dead Redemption Two here or something like that. Like yeah. you're talking about you're talking about a twin six shooter that's a you know uh, isometric view. Like I don't think this is going to be pushing your hardware too too hard. Okay, well then I think I might should bust that out. Um, I mean, at least try. It's free to. I mean, you 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 have Game Pass, so it's not like the barrier to entry is just you digging out your Xbox. Yeah, and right now I'm paying for Game Pass, and I don't even have my Xbox hooked up. Yeah, so you might as well just <laughs> hook that bad boy right back up. I played Carrion. Oh, the last game I played on Xbox Game Pass was Carrion. I have also played that on there. Good it's game. Very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and so the other game that I've been playing was I struck back. I I I. I started playing Yakuza like a dragon on stream. And before I dive too deep into that, I want to finish the last Yakuza game that I started, which was Yakuza zero. I played Yakuza Kiwami, which is like the remake of Yakuza one, which I love. And Yakuza zero is the prequel to that game. It kind of shows how Kiryu and Majima like came into this world, how they started. Um, and that game is amazing. It's great. I, it's just one of those games that's so long that I kind of got sidetracked and, and lost whatever. But I picked it back up, and I'm about, God, I'm probably like 50 hours into that thing. And I've been playing a lot of it, and I think I'm getting towards the end now. And I, <laughs> if you've never played a Yakuza game, Zero is a great place to start. Um, it is super fun and super goofy. But then it's also like got these really serious, like poignant moments. Um, it's one of those games where like the side stories are almost better than the regular story. You know, like anytime you run into someone on the streets, you're like, this person's going to give me this ridiculous story. Like, <laughs> like the reason things. you're doing things for people is just like, just doesn't make awesome. any sense. So and like one, one side quest I did recently <coughs> was uh, when you're playing as Majima, he's like, he goes into like the, the bathroom in this park and he sees like one of those, like writings on the walls, like for a good time call. And so he, he, he starts like writing back to the person and, um, and she starts writing back as well. And it's the, they go, they go back and forth and eventually it gets to a point where uh, he, she's like, meet me at this thing. I'll be wearing a rose. And he goes to, to meet her. And of course he gets jumped by like three dudes who are like, you're so stupid. You fell for our trap, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he beats them up in a combat <laughs> situation and they walk away and they're like, I can't believe that billboard thing didn't work. And he's like, billboard. And then you're like, and then the camera like pans out and the girl with the rose is like standing on the thing. She's like, oh, I guess he's not coming. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's, That's a it's, good little stupid. It was, it was really, really fun. 
Um, oh, and there's all kind of, that, that game has so much personality and so much like going on in it. Like there's like a, a, a real estate mini game and, and like all kinds of different things going on that you can do if you choose to engage with that stuff. I'm there for the story and the, like the goofy fun. So I don't ever engage with that stuff. You're not you there for the Mahjong? Ignore. You can play lots of Mahjong. You can play, you can play dice. You can play. You can play poker. Tekken, can't you? Uh, it's not Tekken. It's um, Is it Virtua Virtual Fighter? Fighter. It's Virtual Fighter because this is a Sega game. Uh, you can play Daytona. You can play. Um, I do like original, like arcade Daytona. Daytona, Daytona USA. Yep. Um, and you can play uh, Afterburner. Oh wow! Yeah, and okay. the Harrier Harrier Fighter. I can't remember the name of that. Is game. that a shmup? That's a shmup, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the one I'm thinking of, whatever it's called, is the or after. Is it Afterburner? Is a rocket pack, and he's like flying through the air, and like mm -hmm. that 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 one you can play. Uh, I think Harrier or uh, at, the other one is there is like 1942. I think you can play that. That's what I'm thinking of. That's Capcom. That's not in there, but there are there is a shmup in there, but I can't remember what the name of it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's you can go to the Sega arcade and play all of the. That's old so Sega cool games. and stupid. That it's great. That makes me this, happy. This game, those games are great. Like I'm um, not gonna, I'm probably not gonna engage too much with Accuser, but just because I like, I don't have the dedication to put. I don't know, man. Like I, I bounce off of games. I play so many games, like that. I'm just trying to like see what they're about and then move on. Like I feel like Yakuza is one that you really need to like sink your teeth into, and really like explore that city and see what all there is going on there to really get the full effect of it. It is a game where if you take your time, you'll have more fun. With yeah, that. and I, I have too many just little stupid games that I like to play. I will say all the Yakuza's are on Xbox Game Pass now, so if you do dig your Xbox out, you can play them. You can you can sample all of them if you want to without having to, including like a dragon. Yeah. So, um, which I think would probably be the one that you would like the most because it's it's a turn based game. Yeah. Um, but I do love me a turn based RPG. Speaking of that, um. My buddy Jacob called me the other day or texted me. He was like, yo, um, I'm level 38 in Octopath Traveler. Am I almost done? And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're nowhere near done. Um, yeah. I was like, what, cha what, what chapter are you on for your characters? He's like, I think I just like started chapter three. And oh, I'm wow. like, dude, you've got like five more chapters for each character left. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no. That, that, that grinds like a, you to a pulp by the time you're done. It's definitely like an old school Final Fantasy because I'm pretty sure you can end up like level 99 characters by the end of it. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Just, just oh, like yeah. in Final Fantasy. So, you know, that if, if I had thousands of and thousands of hours of free time, that's the game that I would be like just digging into all the time. I love that style of game. I love Octopath Traveler. Um I've fallen off of that game twice now. It's one that you but can come like back it's, to. Though, it's... I fall off because by the time you get to – I'm sorry to Bogart your stuff. No, you're fine. I was done talking about you. Okay. Um, but by the time you get to about – I think I'm at Chapter 5 for those for all my characters, and you're like level like 60-ish. Um, There's like eight chapters in the game too. So yeah. You like three more. Yeah, but like even like the minion, like the random encounter battles, um, which happen so frequently. Like they you can that, have, yeah. uh, um, by the time you get to that level, every random battle you're encountering takes about twenty to thirty minutes. Jesus, <laughs> like I'd say about twenty. I'd say about twenty minutes. Like because you're just like whittling each other down, 
and whittling and whittling. And you better make sure that you have a cleric there too, because um, otherwise they're going to wipe you. Yeah. Um, but it's a great game, but it just got too grindy for me. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't take it. Like I said, that, that would be my jam if I weren't like super busy. And I think that's one of those, like the old school Japanese. So like when you play like old final fantasies, now they usually have like a speed up button, like a, a three X or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how I, I played through all of final fantasy seven. Uh, I beat it in like 40 hours, which is like pretty fast for that game. Um, because I was using the constantly using the three X button. Well, if and, you hold down B during like your animations, it does speed true, yeah. up all you your animations and stuff. Mm -hmm. But still, even even with that, it takes a long time. Uh, I I've been so I'm 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 this close to buying the Final Fantasy remasters on Steam, and then I know I'll buy them again <laughs> if they come out on Switch. But I really really want to play those games again. Uh, I do own them all on the Game Boy Advance, so I should probably just play that version again um, on my DS. But I don't know, dude. I could play them on the screen right here. It'd be a lot better, but I don't yeah. know. I, I'm such there. I'm such a like. I will buy every version of Final Fantasy one they put out. <laughs> I just, I just will. Like, I told it, you, I've, I told you, I've got the NES cartridge, right? No. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cop that. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was in that box that you were looking at when you were helping me move. I was like, God, oh, I really? I was like, I hope you don't see it. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, that might have been my price to help you move. Uh, you got free beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy original cartridge, free beer. You're right. Which one would uh, I choose? Hey, let's take one more quick break and grab another beer. Okay. All right, we'll be right back with a little bit more booze and a little bit more games. Oh God. <laughs> for the audio listeners travis just threw up the deuces yep all right we'll be right back that was, actually, that was pretty good actually it sounded, pretty, it sounded pretty real it was real what are you talking about no um, welcome yeah. back we are uh, halfway or most of the way through this one um, I've only got one more game left to talk about and I haven't played a ton of it but played a little bit of it uh, it is Pokemon Unite oh. for, the, for the Nintendo Switch now the Pokemon you, noob now becomes the Pokemon yeah, United if, if you, I don't know. Mm, mm, we'll just uh, go with it we'll workshop that we'll come back go we'll, we'll, edit, we'll, edit, we'll, edit, we'll edit it in post um, <laughs> Uh, I, as if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that Adam is way more of a Pokemon person than I am. I am not very experienced with Pokemon. Uh, I have dabbled, we'll say. I've experimented in college, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but you I don't and, know. You and Bulbasaur were just you know. <laughs> yeah. We we did some things in the dark that we're not going to talk about, but uh, I don't know a Let's whole. Let's just lot say about Travis likes those vines. <laughs> Wait, Bulbasaur doesn't have vines. Oh yeah, he does. Does he? Oh, mm -hmm. I was thinking Charizard. Charizard. <laughs> I think he'd be more fun. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it'd be way, <laughs> it'd be way hotter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, that one we're not fixing in post. That's gonna nope. stay. <laughs> um. So this is the new Pokemon MOBA for it's the a Nintendo MOBA? The Switch. It is a MOBA. And not only is it a MOBA, it is a MOBA-ass MOBA. I'm going to need there, to play this. 
there are two towers at each end, except instead of towers, they are basketball hoops. Yep. Are they poker centers okay. or no? Like, they're so they they're like these little. Are they gyms? Nope. You're you're in. I mean, you. I guess you could kind of call what you're playing in a gym. Um, I don't know what gyms look like in the game, in the regular game, so I couldn't tell you. It doesn't look like a school gym, if that's what this is supposed to be. Uh, no, they're all kind of themed, like, area, like, uh, stadium-type deals. Oh, they might be gyms, actually, then. Um, but the, the the goals are not gyms. They're, they are, like, they're, like, little circles. Uh, okay. That you, and you, you k- kill Pokemons, and you take their energy, and you it's like a ball that you get, and, and you char- that charges your energy, and when you, you take the ball and dunk it in you and you literally dunk it into the hole into the hoop uh it gives you points and then like you it's like 150 points or something like that and you're trying to get more energy than the other ones and if you kill uh other players the live players you're playing against you get lots more energy for it so okay uh and each pokemon has like a bunch of different abilities and a bunch of different things and you can like uh what do you call it when they gen up evolve evolve you can evolve your so pokemon you start as a base you start as you a start base as a, yep and every game you evolve your pokemon and there are some that are powerful off the rip like uh, pikachu and uh charizard like you, they are like good off the rip but well charizard some, is not he is the third evolution or Char- the charmander charmander um yeah. they're like because they have like projectile attacks not everybody has a projectile attack. Some of them have melee attacks. Some of them have uh-huh. no attack whatsoever. They're How all, many like, Pokemon are in this thing? I couldn't. I think like thirty. Okay. It's a decent amount, and so you you can buy. We'll get to the monetization stuff in a second. Uh, but um, there are some Pokemon that are only useful after they've been evolved, and they're like support characters, but they are super useful once they're evolved. So you basically are like kind of like not doing that much for the first part of the game. And then it will evolve over time, and you can like unleash some powerful ass shit. So, um, quick question: mm-hmm. Are you having to start as a baseline every single match? Yes, it's a MOBA. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't play MOBAs, so I don't know. Well, so, like, so MOBAs are basically like you get a full gaming experience each time out. So you always start at level one, and you always level up okay. within the game. I figured you, you might play. like if I started as like a ma chop and evolved him into ma champ maybe i could just roll with a ma champ for the rest the, of yeah no each no? each match is its own contained thing and okay. they're, cap, they're capped at 10 minutes so unlike oh you know, cool yes unlike league or dota which can go 45 50 minutes it's always 10 minutes no matter what and you can win before that um if you meet certain criteria but most of them are going to go 10 minutes um and okay, so now we'll get. It's a if you like MOBAs, this is a very good MOBA that is kind of bite sized and like broken down and and way more uh, accessible and digestible. Um, if you like Pokemon, it gives you all of the trappings of a Pokemon game, and it looks really good. There is some slowdown, really weirdly for some reason. I don't know why, because it doesn't look that good. But um, if you like Pokemon, all the characters are represented very well. The the gems or whatever you're playing in, they look really cool. They're all they are themed, which is why when you said that, I think it makes me think that they are gems um so there's like a jungle one there's like a street top one there's like uh i don't remember the other ones but um and then so also if you like pokemon you can buy the characters as you play but they also do the league of legends thing where like this daily pokemon is like these four characters rotate i think it's 
three characters actually rotate in the day and they're all free today. Okay. And then they rotate out and you can grind currency and you, I think you can buy current, like buy them with that in-game currency, but you can also just buy them outright. Yeah. Um, oh, this game real, is about to make money. so much flipping money, dude. But here's the problem is that you get these items that help you evolve faster or do like a t do extra damage, things like that. They give you boost basically in the game and you can, you earn them, but you can evolve them with real money. Oof. You can like level up the items. Yeah. And it makes that it very powerful. sucks. That yeah. sucks really bad. It does suck. That's some classic. So if you're, if you're playing, if you're playing against like, uh, apparently in the Chinese market, this is what I was reading about. They don't care about like how, they don't care about spending money like that. Like that to them, it's just like, oh yeah, I want to be good at this game. I can spend money to be better. Uh, mm -hmm. What that's what I was reading about. Their market is very different from ours. Where ours is like, you know, no pay to win. They're like, whatever, I'm going to pay and I can be better than everybody else. So I think that's what this game is like because mobas are very popular in China. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's what this game is geared towards. I wonder if they're going to change the monetization because the biggest criticisms I've read have been about the monetization. They're not going to change um, that, dude. It's Nintendo. Once they make their mind up, is that's that's the way it is. It's actually not Nintendo. Nintendo did not develop this game. Um, Nian not, no, not Nian no, it's not Niantic. It's like the Pokemon Company, and then I don't remember the actual developer's name, but it's it's published by um, I couldn't tell you right now, but it, it's not. It, I mean, Nintendo owns like a third of the Pokemon Company, so they're still making money off of it, but. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember who the actual publisher is, but it's not, surprisingly, not Nintendo. Published by the Pokemon Company. Okay, so there you go. Uh, developed by Timei, Timi. So they T-I-M-I Studio Group and published by the Pokemon Company for Android and iOS and by Nintendo, it's published by Nintendo for the Switch. Oh, is it published by Nintendo for the Switch? Well, they, they yeah. didn't develop, I know that their team didn't <clears throat> develop it, but. No, it's Timei. Um, Timei, I think they did something else before this that was like kind of popular so they, they they know what they're doing with this kind of thing um but i suspect that they won't change the monetization but i do think that they'll maybe lower the ability to get some of those pay to win items yeah evolved and like make it a little more balanced okay uh, but it's it's super fun like it's very fun i'm surprised at how much fun i had with it uh and it's free a so. moba on the switch i feel like is something that's been needed for a while yeah I'm sure there's other like other MOBAs. Yeah, but like one that's gonna have some brand value behind it. Yeah, and and this is perfect for. I mean, you can only play online, so kind of on the go. It's not super viable, but you know, yeah. if you're like hanging out at your girlfriend's apartment or something, you want to get a quick game of MOBA, and like it's it's one of those that's pretty fun for that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but that's basically what I've been playing. Uh, check out Pokemon Unite if you are into MOBAs and you want to play one on the Switch for free. Uh. And now let's uh let's get into the news. Yeah, not a lot this week because like we talked about earlier, we're in the post E3 doldrums. And the doldrums. The biggest thing that has happened is this Activision Blizzard lawsuit kerfuffle. Ker kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't been, I'm sure most people, if you're into games, have heard about this by now. Blizzard has been accused of some pretty gnarly shit. Uh, accusations of sexual harassment and uh you know uh pay not being even between men and women uh women being ousted and this is seems like a pretty bro ass place yeah basically frat boy culture yeah. as in a development studio which if you know anything about blizzard they are an old old company 
Um, it does not surprise me that they have this kind of culture. What does surprise me is that they've allowed it to go on for this long. And this is, we should say, this is not a like frivolous uh, lawsuit being brought by like people that work there or like disgruntled ex-employees. This is a lawsuit brought on by the state of California. Yeah. It, it, is, it is a real, <laughs> it is a real deal thing. They wouldn't just do this for like, you know, cloud there's, there's obviously, like there's obviously, um, some serious stuff going on over there that, right. uh, if the state feels like they directly need to be involved with it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's happened, um, including like, uh, a, a girl who, uh, apparently was driven to like commit suicide because she was so terribly treated. And, uh, there's people that have been like, uh, let go for speaking out against this kind of stuff. There, there's a lot of stuff in there. You can read the entire lawsuit uh, on um, the state of California's website. And there's also, this been republished on like Polygon and Kotaku. Um, look into it if you're interested in that stuff. I don't think that I'm qualified to speak on a whole lot of this stuff, but uh, it is something that is, it, basically what we're going through right now is a kind of a reckoning in our industry. In, in when our industry in this industry yeah you know we've been in it for a while now <laughs> i mean we're i guess we're kind of in a whole now, like, like two in, two and a half months <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've, we've we've been following it for our entire yes, lives very so. true and i um, honestly like i i really hate to see a story like this but i'm glad um that it's being talked about and that it's being um brought out into the open um yeah but you hate to see something that you it's really hard to reckon the games that I love playing right and the terrible things that have gone on at the company that created those games yeah the stuff um, that goes on behind the scenes you don't want to it's almost yeah. like you want to turn a blind eye to it because you just don't want to yeah but you can't it, you, know? you can't at this point no. like you really you really can't you have to uh kind of you know address it head on yeah and so like I'm like we said, we are very not qualified to talk about this just because I have, I don't know hardly anything about this story. I've just seen some headlines. Um, but I do know that um, since like the Me Too movement and with like everybody kind of recognizing these problems that we've had as a culture and society, um, a lot of, a lot of industries, not just gaming have had to, uh, had to have a, you know, a big look in the Step mirror. back moment. Yeah. I think here, here's what I honestly think. I think this unfortunately goes on in every industry and that because uh, of the way that journalism works in this industry, it gets highlighted more. There are more people digging into this kind of thing. Cause like you have to imagine if, if this was a wall street, you know, investment firm, that stuff is almost a hundred percent going on there. Right. But no one in like, in that industry is going to be researching this kind of story like they would in the gaming industry. There's, there's like a level of level, like care that a lot of the journalists in the gaming industry have that they want to find this kind of stuff. Yeah. out. Did you um, see that uh, whole, I'm sure you did because you work in the, you actually do work in the beer industry. Um, like a month or two ago, a girl on Instagram posted about uh sexual harassment and you know how there's not enough women brewers and all this stuff and yeah. then like she started getting messages from all these girls that worked in the beer industry and how and just these horrible things that happened to them and then that yeah. blew up and then it's like now the beer industry also has this situation going on yeah um we, we we talked about that a little bit at, at our at our place of business i mean i 
I can tell you from uh, my own company who I won't name, but we, uh, we have one female rep. Sales rep. <laughs> That's crazy. Out of, out of a, a ton of, of, I mean, like it, it is what it is. Like it, this is, it's an old school, like an old boys club almost. Um, mm. And it, it is one of those things where, you know, you want, you want to see change, but the only way that you get change is, is by like confronting this stuff head on. And I think that the gaming industry is kind of going through the same thing where it's, it's pretty apparent that there's some rotten ass shit going on and has been going on for a long time. And if people want to keep their job, they can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it takes something like, cause they, most people like here, here's what it is. Like you and I are the same way. Like if we had the chance to work in the gaming industry, we would probably put up with a lot of shit to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. I, and these people are the same way. Like they care so much about this industry. They care so much about making games that they put up with a lot of stuff just to be able to do it. And I think like that kind of culture is one that is more forgiving of that kind of stuff, right? Like they're, or not even forgiving, but like, they don't want to, they don't want to step on toes. They don't want to get called out for stuff. Right. Yeah. And they don't want to lose their job, like their, their dream job, you know? And so it takes something like the state of California suing them in order for, to affect any kind of change. And, and, you know, it's kind of long overdue. Um, but I hope that this, you know, turns out for the better. I hope it helps. Yep. Let's uh, cheers to hoping that, you know, sexual harassment in the workplace can get fixed get and that fixed. people stop being jerks. Yeah. Uh, don't be jerks. That's the simple. Yeah. It's really way. that simple. You don't, don't be an asshole. Yep. Um, <laughs> but it's also so much more complicated than that. And so I think we should probably move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Just cause I, I, it's hard to talk about that stuff, even though I know it's horrible, but I just feel like I'm not qualified. I'm a freaking white guy. So I just need to shut up. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Halo infinite. The last thing we'll talk about on a lighter note, Halo infinite had yep. a multiplayer beta. Um, I obviously, I don't talk. I, I don't have my Xbox hooked up right now so i obviously didn't uh, jump in it and i know travis didn't either but i did watch quite a bit of people streaming it and i watched uh, reviewers talk about it mm-hmm. um it looks awesome it looks awesome like it i am yep. super excited to play that game i immediately got like flashbacks to 2002 uh being in like you know being young and like having like halo land parties and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff like it it, it, it it looks like that, but like way more polished and way more oh, like man. options. Um, and it did looks super the, smooth uh, and fluid. Did you see the animation for the gravity hammer? Uh, where the bodies go flying? Like just the just the swinging animation of it. It's like it mm-hmm. used to kind of just be like a wah, but now yeah. it's like he like grabs it, it like brings back. it together, just like boom. Oh, looks yeah. so good. I, they've also added like these extreme ragdoll physics. I don't know if you've seen this, but like, oh yeah, the bodies just go flying. Now. Oh yeah, like, it, they did that funny. before. They did that back in the day too with the gravity. Not hammer. like, but not like this. It's not just the gravity <laughs> hammer though. It's like, it's like when you die, you like, you like fly back. And go, yeah, um, there's you just bodies like, like flying crazy. I know. Oh, I can't it, wait to play. It, it looks super cool. Um, they've also done a lot with the customization. It looks like of your like character mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. Like. And, and the best thing about like Halo Three was like the Forge, where you could like make custom game ma- maps and, and types and stuff like that, custom game modes. Um, I feel like they're definitely going to bring that kind of stuff back. But what but but what this does is it it it, it shows that the gameplay itself is going to be classic Halo with like a fresh coat of paint on it that makes it new and modern. That grapple you know? looked awesome. 
yeah, the grapple looks so good. It looks the movement. It's not quite. It's not fast as like an Apex or Call of Duty. No, but, I, but all I saw, I didn't see anybody actually using the grapple to move. I only saw people using the grapple to pull to themselves. To like pull themselves up, yeah. boom. Yeah. <laughs> and it does uh, still have like the one hit uh, melee stuff, which is yeah, which is essential to Halo to me. Like I think that that's a hundred percent essential to the way that you want to play that game. A punch, one punch kill game uh no the well i guess with the with the sword thing it is oh yeah 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 with the sword for but sure. i think with the the head the i think it's like two punches maybe at the yeah. most but it, it's definitely like you do a lot of damage with melee oh yeah um oh, i think call of duty was like one hit melee back in the day. yeah that was sword. dude that was brutal that was mm-hmm. brutal in call of duty you would have people running around man like knives only just, just with a knife just working mm-hmm. whole teams yep, yep. <laughs> do you remember um, in wait do you remember in black ops the uh the what was it called like the ballistic knife yeah well you could like throw it <laughs> no it's like it's like you run around you got it and then you like press a button on the back of it and it like shot out oh no i don't like, remember that at all one shot Mm-mm. yeah that was in the original black ops i think i i did play a lot of black ops one that was, that was probably my, my favorite call of duty ever uh i think modern warfare is my favorite but that was my favorite of the Black Ops series. The multi, my favorite multiplayer, I'll say, is Call yeah, of Duty because it had all the the cool spy toys and like the. Oh cool yeah, car. I think that was the one that had the RC cars for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah, they had all the little tunnels you could like. Yeah, that, that, that was super fun. Yeah, that that campaign was really really good too. Yeah, like the the spy stuff back and forth. Yeah, with, uh, I think Mason. I think that was the that number was station. My favorite Call of Duty. Yeah, the number stations. Really cool. I would like to see a remake of that game, like because they've remastered. Modern Warfare 1 and 2 now. They should give us Black Ops You 1. know, uh, Black Ops was back when I thought I- – <laughs> mental health awareness at this point. That was back when I thought I was going schizophrenic for a little bit. <laughs> there was a number station thing going on, and I was like, am I going crazy, Mason? In the, in the no, game? I actually thought that I was going schizophrenic. Because of the game? No, not because of the game. But then I but played it. But you were it. having the same thing. Oh, oh I was so having you, like. You saw it on there and you were like, oh, that's what I'm going through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Good times. Diagnosing yourself with all <laughs> I mean, hey, at least you, you at least you got some kind of idea of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Halo beta looks great. Uh, it makes me. I went from like not giving a, a shit about the new Halo at all to like okay, I'm definitely going to play this game now. And the multiplayer is going to be free no matter what, even it if you don't have Game Pass. Yep. Um, Which is going to be gigantic. I cannot overstate how big that's going to make this game. It yeah. is going to be huge Yeah. because of that. Like, who who that's ever played a Halo game in their life is not going to at least download this and see what it's all about. Yeah. Like, everybody's going to try it. And everybody that played Halo at least played the multiplayer. Like, oh, you yeah. might not have played the campaign. You might not have ever touched the campaign, but you definitely played the multiplayer. Yeah. Red versus and I think Let's they're go. putting I think they're putting Blood Gulch back in there too. I feel like I saw something about Blood Gulch and a bunch of other classic maps, but I feel like they do that in every new Halo game. Like there's always a Blood Gulch. There's always a uh, I forgot what the other one was, but um, that's the main one I remember. There's the well, Blood one. Gulch is like the 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 flag, the capture of the flag, like favorite. Um, yeah, can't wait. Uh, it comes out yeah. when December. I can't. December I don't think I don't think they have a it was supposed to come out last December I don't think they've done a new release date yet but it's definitely 2021 um I don't think that they've said whether it's coming out in like November or December I it imagine just says 2021 yeah I imagine it's probably going to come out in November 
if I yeah. had to if I had to put money on it, but I, I could also see it slipping to December and and, and either way, I mean, dude, it's been delayed so many times. There's what I think what I think they would want to all do I is, know is twenty twenty one. Like they cannot go past twenty twenty one. They I can't. don't think they will. If they're releasing this beta now, like they they've got some confidence it's gonna release this year. Yeah. Um and I also think that you want to get out in November so the hype train gets up. So when people are buying consoles for Christmas. Even if all they do is release the multiplayer. That's also they could release they could release just the multiplayer and then wait until they're ready for the campaign. I could I could 100 percent see that because you can yeah. update the multiplayer at all times. Like mm-hmm. you can just keep it going. You could release you could actually just release the beta like a early <laughs> access version in 2021 and, and just have people playing it all the time and then constantly updating it. And then they're like, oh, we went 1.0 because we added the campaign to it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I could definitely see that. But I think either way, you want to get it out there in time for Christmas too, when people are like. I want this for Christmas. You have to buy me the Xbox one or the Xbox mm-hmm. series X. Um, and, and that doesn't happen unless you have halo out before that. Dude, so. I am about to play the mess out of that multiplayer. It might, oh, I'm not going to say it'll take over apex, but it might take over apex for a little while. It's gonna, I think for at least for a little bit, but um, what do you say? Uh, we call that a night. I think that's good. Yeah. All right. This has been a, this has been a good one. I think so. Another good one in the books. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, We hope that we have entertained you and told you about some booze and some games that you might want to check out. Um, We will be back shortly with a new fresh episode. Tell us if you like this uh, shorter format, because this is definitely a shorter episode than we're used to. Uh, If people like it, we might start to try to start cutting it down some. Um, Yep. Oh, on another note, um, a little bit of housekeeping for me. (laughs) i'm moving again (laughs) um i just got a phone call from one of my best friends um who is a dentist in charleston south carolina and he knew that i'm kind of a uh doing a renaissance man i'm kind of living my life right now because uh i'm selling my house and that's going really well and um so I'm kind of just chilling, doing uh, whatever I want at the moment. And he's like, dude, come work for me. I need some help. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be going to Charleston uh, starting this weekend, which I love that city more than just about any other city on the planet. So I'm really excited to uh, be heading down there um, in about five days five days and then i'll be starting a new chapter uh next week another new chapter um so here we go guys let's let's see where i'm recording from next week <laughs> yeah it's exciting times exciting yeah times. yeah doing me man yeah um, and this will give you an opportunity to dig out that xbox because you got to take a you got to take some stuff down with you to charleston so yeah i'll be digging out i'll be digging out the playstation digging out the xbox all that all that good stuff so anyways continue good sir <laughs> yep. well that's that's pretty much it we're, we're wrapping it up um yeah. thanks for tuning in guys we uh we hope that you've enjoyed this episode we hope that you stick around next week and we will see you later here's to you cheers cheers bye everybody